Welcome to the Happy Client Show. This is the weekly podcast dedicated to helping inbound agencies master the art of truly delighting their clients. This episode is brought to you by Do Inbound, the project and process management platform built by an agency for agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. Now, here are your hosts, Ben and Andrew. Hey guys, welcome back to the Happy Client Show. My name is Ben Butler and I'm joined here in studio, empty coffee cup in hand by my co-host, Andrew Dimsky. Andrew, how you doing? Doing good, Ben. We're talking all things buy-in here in this episode of Happy Client Show, which is one of the most important things that we can secure as inbound agencies. So I am very excited to dig into this topic. Yeah, so we're going to, the takeaway from this episode is going to be to generate buy-in with that game plan kickoff. So right from the beginning, right from that onboarding phase that you're winning people over. So do you want to tell us why buy-in is important? I mean, why do we, why should we care? Yeah, that's a great point. Um, we don't want to just create, we don't just want to be another tactic. We don't just want to be another thing that the company's doing. We want inbound to be a movement inside of the organization. And so in order to create that begin that snowball effect of growth internally, we've got to start getting folks from outside the marketing department involved in the conversation so that they can see what's going on. And then from that, we need to keep them involved in the conversation. So in this episode, I want to talk about why it's important. I want to talk about how you get buy-in, what's that process look like, and then how do you follow up so that you build that buy-in and you continue that snowball effect moving down. And so on the why it's important, like we really want to create outside advocates here. We want to create people who are not the CEO, are not the marketing director, who have completely different job titles, but they're engaged in the inbound process. They know that in order for the company to be successful, they need to put their customers at the center of all that they do, and we need to do all that we can to support them through the process. So doing that, if you can achieve that, if you've got someone in your customer service department or you've got someone uh, in your publishing department, whatever the industry-specific department structure is, that really loves this idea and is committed to it, that builds momentum and it creates – it makes inbound more than just a one-off thing where if you just keep it siloed in marketing, you are constrained to the decision-making and the environmental effects of that department. Whereas if you spread it out and everyone understands what we're doing, you create – you're really positioning yourself as indispensable at that point. You're, you're positioning this movement as indispensable. And if they need an expert, they're obviously going to lean on your agency. So that's why buying is so important. It's, it leads to a longer life in terms of a client relationship than it would be if you went in there, Ben, and you only had the marketer and you only worked with that marketer and you didn't really talk to the president or you didn't talk to these other people. So you had no way to get content. You had no way to know what's happening. So you really want to spread it out and, and get that momentum rolling. That's really important. Yeah, and I, I think another thing that people don't often associate with buy-in is good content. If you don't have the buy-in from the entire organization, your content is going to suffer one form or another. Because if the only person who's supporting you is the marketing department, and let's say your persona or your content matter expert is someone who's in customer service or sales or you know the product line or the service line, and they're not bought in, they're not going to make time for you. And we've seen this happen time and time again before yeah. we made this realization is the people who aren't bought in, if the organization isn't bought in, your content is really, really going to suffer, and it shows. And some of those pains are going to be week by week grinding and begging and clawing for information and content. There's That's no way to run 
uh, an inbound partnership and it can't be sustained. Yeah, if you like quick poll, listener, if you've ever been in a situation <laughs> where you've had to chase down a client for content, then you're in a position where you've got a buy-in problem. That client has said to themselves consciously or subconsciously that what is on my to-do list today is more important than getting this inbound agency, this blog post that they're talking about. So now you have two choices to make. Number one, should I lean on my clients and have them be responsible for creating content? Absolutely not is the answer to that question. Question number two is, well, then if they're not creating content, how do I make sure that we're getting thought-leading industry-specific content from that company as a source? Then you need a process to extract that content. We use an interview process. That's going to be really important. Well, how do you build a network of people to, to give you the answers to the questions that you have? Answer is buy-in. You need to get those folks introduced to inbound through the game plan discovery process. And that rolls right into the second point we want to talk about here, Ben, is how do we get buy-in? And the most important point there is leveraging the process. It's not the, you know, if you want to deliver someone a game plan, it's more than just a stack of documents. There's, there's gold to be found in the meetings. There's value to be extracted in the questions, in the facilitation of those meetings and giving everyone around the table the opportunity to communicate. So if we're going to lean on a client for subject matter expertise but not physical content creation, then we need to know who in this company do we talk to? Who do we go to if we've got a specific, if we're building a specific persona campaign? Who's the best person here who understands that type of buyer? And there we leverage the process. So we use this game plan discovery meeting or this kickoff meeting to identify, first of all, who are the leaders of the customer-facing um, aspects of the company? Get them around the table. Get the folks who are engaged in the revenue conversation. So if that's your controller or your CFO, whoever that is, get them there because this is a very relevant conversation for them as well. Definitely sales. Under, get everyone around the table and share how inbound impacts all of them because there's a very direct impact on all of them. We can't just have the president and the CFO looking at a at looking at an expense sheet and seeing your monthly retainer at $8,000 and a software expense at $1,200 and saying, what is that for again? Holy crap, that's a lot of money. They need to know exactly what's going on and they need to know what's going to happen in six months. So that's why getting them around the table and showing them how it impacts their life and their job on a daily basis is really, really important. Share that vision um, for what it could be for each department and then flip it to them and say, you know, what are your expectations for this? What would you like to see an engagement like this? How would you like to see the company improve when it comes to marketing, when it comes to sales, when it comes to ongoing delight and servicing? How would you like to see things happen? And record that meeting, capture that knowledge, because this process is tapping a lot of different people and it's extracting a lot of different things out of them, valuable nuggets that we can't replicate, Ben, if we're just thinking about thinking ourselves as an agency or if we're just talking to the president Grabbing this customer-facing perspective is very, very valuable. We want to capture that content in a way that we can access it later. So definitely record these meetings and just give people a chance to speak and share their perspective at this kickoff. And then the next thing is how do we follow up and build on that buy-in? We really want to, as a next step after this game plan discovery meeting, let me take a deep breath, Ben, step back. Inside this game plan discovery meeting, you want to identify What's going on right now in the organization? That's step one. So that's in a, that's marketing metrics, that's sales numbers, getting all that information out there and on the table. 
clarifying those expectations and sharing the vision of inbound. That's the second phase. And the third phase is identifying who are the types of buyers that we want to attract through this movement. Who are we trying to delight? What are those personas? So once we identify who those personas are, say it's three, say it's five, we need to then the next step after this game plan discovery meeting is who is the best person in the company to talk to to get a better understanding of each of these buyers. So that rolls into the next point there of just building building buy-in by engaging those folks in deeper conversations. Once they've had a chance to see the vision, then we want to dive in deeper and understand, you know, who, what is your perspective on this type of a customer? What types of questions did they ask? What are the challenges that they're facing? What are the change drivers that allow them or that make them stop what they're currently doing and search for a new situation? That's all really, really important, Ben, to, to that process, again, of, of meeting with them and talking with them and showing them that they're valuable by having them share their thoughts with you and listening. You know, they might not get that every day at the company. Yeah, and it's amazing how much buy-in you gain by letting people speak. Mm-hmm. And often what we hear from this process and from the ga- you know gaining inbound buy-in with uh, the game plan sessions and just the game plan in general is that you establish these bought-in champions – who come from the weirdest, strangest places that you would not expect. And so whenever you're giving people this voice, whenever you're exposing people to this content, to this education, to what you're doing and how inbound affects them, you are exposing people who don't interact with this stuff every day. So it could be the engineering department. Mm -hmm. It could be the sales. It could be customer service. It could be the secretary. You're exposing these people to something they have not had the opportunity to do. But what often is really hilarious almost is that your marketing department point of contact isn't going to be your biggest champion whenever you Mm -hmm. create buy-in and often isn't. It might be that engineering person. It could be the secretary. You know, and that is why it's so important to bring everyone in, and that's why the how-to of a game plan kickoff is to bring in every department so that you can establish your champions because they're going to support you when it counts. Awesome. And again, this is like think back to NASCAR. We want to when that car pulls down pit row, there's a system and a process in place. Everyone on that pit crew has a job and a specific role so that they can get that car back on the track as fast as possible. If you think about this game plan process, these are very deliberate things that Ben and I are talking about here. There's very specific questions and pain points we want to drag out of this persona discovery meeting. There's a very specific worksheet that we want to go through on these persona interview meetings, and we want to follow this process each and every time. So this is not something to approach willy-nilly. Step back and think, what is this process going to look like? map out this journey, if you will, so that you know, here's what we're going to do in each of these different situations. And we're not going in three months later trying to track down someone and get that content interview. We need to hit while the iron's hot so that we have the information that we need to build a really successful inbound game plan for this client. And that's a wrap here on buy-in. And buy-in is really the first phase to talking about what's going to go into our funnel. And next week, Ben and I are going to talk all about the inbound funnel and everything that goes into building the engine, the marketing automation, and how do you communicate what that is to a company? Because there's going to be a disconnect there because we're starting to get a little bit tactical, but we want to communicate well with them so that they know how it relates to them. So stay tuned next week where Ben and I will talk about how to communicate inbound funnel building to your clients. Thank you for listening to The Happy Client Show. 
You can find the notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash happy. That's doinbound, all one word, slash happy. Today's show is sponsored by Do Inbound, the world's first process and project management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review of the show to help spread the Happy Client Show vibes. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.